Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. All right. Hello. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm here. You just came out of a session, so yeah. this is hard when you come out of a session, yeah. and then we got to record right away. But it, it is. We've prayed, and we're asking the Lord to be with us, and that's how that works. Yeah. This week has been rushed. Yes. Yes, because yeah. I'm, I'm going on vacation, and mm-hmm. so it makes it even more rushed. Yes. Yeah. To you know, cram everything in three days instead of. You know, five. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yeah, but it'll be good. Yeah, you'll have a great time. Yeah. I know you will. Yeah, it'll be nice to get away. Mm-hmm. Just looking forward to it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I get your girl. Yeah, <laughs> I get my little alley. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be nice. I hope you guys worked out your little schedule and all that no, stuff. We no, we have not. Okay. No. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Oh, but I'm sure we will. But I thought it was very cute how, and I didn't tell Allie, you're like, what does Allie eat for breakfast? Kind of like she's a seven-year-old. Like, does she like cereal? Or <laughs> well, you guys, thinking. you don't eat the same food as we do I at my thinking, house. This is a seventeen-year-old girl. So I know. Cute. Okay, you know what? By the time she comes home, she's gonna be completely tainted. And we're gonna have to detox her. You're gonna have to detox her. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> She'll have a good time. Oh, uh, I know she will. <laughs> Okay, so we want to get started because we want to talk about a specific scripture that uh, the Lord put on Naomi's heart, and that is Proverbs eighteen nineteen. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this before, maybe in a podcast about not taking offense. Yeah, um, but this this scripture says a brother offended is harder to win than a strong city and contentions are like the bars of a castle okay can you all figure that out can you figure that out okay well i liked the kingdom dynamic in our book that talks about a fence which is a major hindrance yes and it says um offenses which are unresolved bitterness Mm -hmm. see now this is what um it's kind of cool to see this because that's what i i teach and counseling that everything starts with an offense that's where it starts yeah that, that's what turns into bitterness resentment and unforgiveness right um, it says offenses grieve the Holy Spirit and mm-hmm. undermine the unity and prayer vital to revival mm-hmm. when the Holy Spirit's grieved the flow of his power counsel and comfort is stymed and the enemy is given the opportunity to accuse torment in prison and ultimately defeat us this blocks our ability to give our to give or receive god's mercy because our relationship with him is compromised and the church is prevented from presenting the glory of god to a community if we repent of our offenses to god and make things right before others we can live in the power of an ungrieved holy spirit thus released from anger and bitterness we can expect continual revival abounding in the grace of his forgiveness, mercy, and kindness. 
Because if he gives us grace and mercy, we need to give grace and mercy to other people. Yeah. So we almost have to get in the habit of catching the offense before it's too late to where it's turned into already some bitterness or resentment or you know what comes to mind is like that offense when it's when it when it comes up like it's an immediate thing it comes up it's almost like we got to take a tennis racket and bat at it yeah i always think about the the um the scripture about the fiery darts yeah like you know, you almost yeah. have to see it as if there's a dart coming my way and Correct. I need to um, kind of catch that mm -hmm. before it pierces me. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I would love to get to that point where I can. Yeah, I think it, don't you think it's a process? Yeah. I mean, I think we all take offense to things and then like after you take offense, it's like, why did I take offense? Yeah. That's really ridiculous. I shouldn't have taken offense to that. I guess you almost have to start with recognizing your feelings. If, if mm -hmm. Are you starting to get angry or a little bit agitated or frustrated? So when those feelings start to erupt in you, that's when you, you yeah, can make the inward. choice. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you could say, I, I choose not to allow that to offend me and affect my whole day. The thing that got me here was where it says, when the Holy Spirit is grieved, the flow of his power, counsel, and comfort is stymied, and the enemy is given opportunity to accuse, torment, imprison, mm. and ultimately defeat us. Well, then it um, that just reminded me of that scripture in Ephesians 4.30, where it says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. We're already sealed. And, and then it goes on to say, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving, one another even as God in Christ forgave you so even over here in Ephesians it's talking about the same thing like don't stymie the the Holy Spirit don't grieve the Holy Spirit or else he's not gonna work mercy right. kindness and goodness and we need the Holy Spirit's help we do in everything <laughs> yeah yeah so it, it just seems to me like this opens a door yeah. for the enemy to come in if we don't check that immediate feeling that we get that says, okay, I'm frustrated. Mm -hmm. I'm aggravated. I'm, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think it's a process. It's not like, oh, I could do that. Okay, well, you try doing that in the, in right. the heat of something. Yeah. I, I think it's, you have to renew your mind and yeah and uh take hold uh of those thoughts captive and i've literally caught myself like if i'm in a conversation and i'm starting to raise my voice i'm like and i will catch myself <laughs> it probably looks so stupid to the other person but i'm like starting to get aggravated and angry and then i'm like whoa, 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 whoa. hold on I, I need a second mm -hmm. I, i'm raising my voice and i don't want to do that hold on just give me a give me a quick second and I completely stopped talking mm. and I'm like, you know, 
praying silently, like, mm. Lord, calm me down, calm me mm. down. And then I and then I perceive with like, okay, what what are you trying to say? Because I'm I'm already getting offended by what they're saying, which is causing me anger, and so I'm speaking out louder in my tone and raising my voice. Mm -hmm. And so and I have told clients that I go, you just you you got to like almost give yourself a time out and let the other person know, like, I hold on a minute because yeah. I, I don't want to yell back at you and I don't want to be right. offended. So you just need to like give yourself almost a little time out to correct your emotions mm -hmm. that you're allowing to take over you. Mm -hmm. And that's hard. Uh huh. It is hard, but it's definitely a good thing to practice yeah because it goes in line with what we teach like pause mm -hmm. pray mm -hmm. and then react you know i know you say a little different i say you? respond yeah um and and that works i've had a client in this week saying i've been doing that and it actually it's working i'm like okay now stay consistent because yeah. you know sometimes you'll do that for a while and then you fall off the wagon so right like, no it was consistently do that then um mm -hmm. because it was working for her but because yeah. I think the point is, is we don't want, we don't want to miss the power and the flow of the Holy Spirit, even in a conversation that may seem hard, mm -hmm. you know, and we certainly don't want to walk around with anger and bitterness. I mean, that's going to take us down an even uglier road. Ugh. It is, you know. It's not healthy to live with that. It always stems its ugly head. Yeah, <laughs> it sure does. It? it does. So this says that if we repent of our offenses to God and make things right before others, we can live in the power of an ungrieved Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. This gave a, a reference of Matthew 5, 23, 24. I just want to turn there real quick. Matthew 5, 23, 24 says, Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. It's kind of like Jesus is saying, you know, you're... you're don't bring your, your gift. filthy gifts. Yeah, your gift is tainted. Yeah, don't bring your filthy gifts up here. Right. Like, go get it reconciled and cleaned up and, and you know. It's almost like you come into the altar with, with, that, with that yuck. You've, you're bringing, like, a really ugly wrapped package Mm -hmm. when you should be bringing your best to the Lord. Right. You know? Right. So I could see why he says, uh, no, no, don't don't come up here and bring your gift. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and work that out first, and then, then come up here. And we understand there's always some situations where the other person doesn't want to reconcile. So we're not saying that every Yeah, because single, it takes two to reconcile. Yeah. You know, we're, but you do have a part in... Um, trying to to reconcile and make amends with people if it's mm -hmm. if it's a healthy relationship too I, I was just in my session talking about that um, if it is a healthy person to have in your life but you can still reconcile within yourself and ask forgiveness 
and forgive others even if the relationship isn't restored mm-hmm. and you're freed and you freed the other person we've talked right. about how unforgiveness is um attaining or possessing um that's that sin of unforgiveness is, right you know and then it kind of like shuts down that bridge between you and and the other person where the holy spirit can work in the other person yeah you know right but it first starts with with you you know i had a this this week i've talked about this has come up so many times this week about the conviction of the holy spirit mm. and that and how that feels so horrible nobody yeah. likes the conviction of the holy spirit yeah. but to me that is our guardrail yeah. You know, it's like a guardrail as if you're driving down the highway and you kind of doze off and instead of going down the embankment, you're you just tap that guardrail and you know, it kind of saves your life. Mhm. And that's how I see um the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I mean, if we grieve the Holy Spirit, are we allowing even something like the conviction of him to penetrate so that he gets us back on course i mean if we've got a heart full of bitterness are we even going to be open to the holy spirit's conviction good good question question. right right because if we're bitter it says here we've grieved him yeah you know so if we've grieved him is he just going to sit back and just he's going to wait until until we repent Mm -hmm. I don't know like I don't like the conviction of the Holy Spirit like for me it it's not like a moment of okay girl you're off track that conviction stays with me and I feel so yucky for a while like Mm -hmm. it's not just like a a day okay like for me it stays with me and I keep replaying in my head oh my gosh I shouldn't have done or I shouldn't yeah. have said and you, can't, you can't shake it cannot <laughs> shake it until the Holy Spirit says it shook right <laughs> right and you correct it yeah yeah I had a client uh, somebody that I, w- I wouldn't expect that that would really that conviction of the Holy Spirit would really be a big deal I guess to them and oh man that topic came up and it was it was serious wow yeah wow so we can't grieve the Holy Spirit yeah so we just need to try to really maybe even have that word on the forefront of and 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 think about things that might offend us like i gave also what you need to do and i've used this in counseling that you can't brush something off without processing it this is what i mean i use the example like because we all do this let's say you're at the store and you're at the checkout line and the the sales lady is completely rude 
like oh. flat out rude, like oh. uncalled for rudeness. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you know, you you do your thing and you leave and you just tell yourself, whatever. I'm not gonna let that bother me. Right, because you don't know what's going on in that person's life. That's my point. Yeah. See, you can't stop it at whatever. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna let that go mm-hmm. because just saying that doesn't mean that you really just let it go because you need to process and accept that okay okay she really was rude to me and Mm -hmm. that was uncalled for but But. we don't know what's going on in her life i'm sure she didn't wake up and say i'm going to be rude to all of the people that come through my line that didn't happen surely not right so we're like maybe she's dealing with some you know problems at home yeah. or financially like there's got to be a reason but you also do want to reflect did I do anything that caused her to be rude to me like did I did I give a bad look or whatever it may be just check yourself but also accept that okay she was rude to me but I'm gonna give grace here mm-hmm. that's like fully letting it go because yeah. I've done that before where I'm like whatever whatever it's she's not gonna bother me but then I carried it with me and then I go home and then maybe my kids did something I snapped like for no other reason because the rudeness of this woman or somebody cut you off when you're driving Mm -hmm. um, and you know you want to say some really mean and hateful things and be like pull over your vehicle (laughs) Um, but you really have to actually go through the process and like Mm -hmm. okay that did happen that just happened Mm -hmm. um but i'm not gonna i'm gonna choose not to be offended because maybe they're rushed into the hospital or so true you know something is going on or they're in a bigger hurry than me and thank you lord that i didn't get an accident like you're gonna have to really talk yourself through that because just saying whatever i'm not gonna let that bother me isn't doesn't do it enough it doesn't wipe it off it doesn't yeah and so people are like yeah okay because then they're thinking about yeah there was times that Mm -hmm. i was just like whatever whatever i'm not gonna let that bother me but it really does bother you unless you walk yourself through that process you know what speaking of the whole honking i'm i'm diverting here but tay and i last week we were in the car doing something no i think it was over the weekend and I am not kidding. Every time we pulled up to a stoplight, somebody was honking at somebody. Wow. And I'm like, Tay, are these people honking at you? <laughs> is it you? Right. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. And I'm like, like, is your gas thing open? Yeah, like, have you like something falling out of the trunk? Right, right. Right. I don't know, it's weird. And I'm because I get irritated when people honk. Oh, and then two weeks ago, we did see somebody get out of the car. A grown man Uh-oh. got out of the car and went to the window of the car in front of us. Oh, no. And it was a woman. Oh, no. What is that? Was he yelling at her? Yes, pointing oh. his finger. What was she doing? Yelling. She just sat there. She just sat there. And I'm like, do not get out of the car. Yeah. Do not do it. Ooh. Yeah, but he got out of the car. That's ugly. It is ugly. And I'm thinking, really? Like everybody's just trying to move. <laughs> Let's give a little grace. Right. Let's not take offense there. Right. 
I don't know what that was about because we were sitting there and we didn't see anything yeah. like the lady did anything. Mm -hmm. But boy, he got out of his car and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you never know nowadays. You don't know. You don't know what somebody's carrying. A fence. That's what they're <laughs> carrying. <laughs> that could be in a form of a gun or that's a knife right. or something. That's scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, that's the signs of the times. Yes, it is. <laughs> it sure is. So, yeah, I think we all just, if we can master recognizing an offense and choosing not to be offended and just processing through those emotions, that would be a lot. We'll, we'll save ourselves from a lot of heartache. Yeah, and I also like this other sentence in here that says um, the offense blocks our ability to give or receive God's mercy because our relationship with Him is compromised. Mm. Ugh. Yeah. We don't want to compromise that. No. Yes, right. we have got to learn learn about offense what else can we say about this something to practice yeah i think we sure. just try to keep that on the forefront mm -hmm. of our mind you know and recognize it by your emotions yeah because that's that's where it yeah because starts. like we've always said before your emotions aren't always truthful right they're not always true and you you might have to ask yourself simple questions like is this worth getting offended over? Yeah. You know, like if you did have somebody rude checking you out, like is it worth um, like what's messing the up gain? the rest of your day? Yeah, what's the gain of it? Right. What, what do you gain by being that way? Yeah. Nothing. I'll give you the answer right now. Yeah. We never gain anything. No. I mean, there are, and, and we're not downgrading all offenses. There are some that are... Yes. Very offensive um, and out of line. Inappropriate. Right. But yes. you can still choose like to not allow it to turn into bitterness and resentment and unforgiveness. Mm -hmm. You can choose that. Mm -hmm. um, but you may, it's, it's a deeper process of right. a lot of prayer and a lot of like, Lord, take this from me. Um, don't and let it turn into... I mean, into some offenses may even, calls for, may even be called for... The authorities to step in yeah you know so or you you know will have to confront that person with yeah. like you know what you did made me feel right this way right because again people can't take your feelings away and say no you didn't feel that correct but and and they can take ownership and say well that's not what I meant but I'm sorry I made you correct. feel that yeah. way um, and a lot of times if you think about it do people know they're maliciously offending you like sometimes people may not realize yes that they've offended you mm-hmm and and if you would communicate that right that you have been offended mm-hmm that something hurt your feelings maybe that person has like you said no clue and and they would be very remorseful for that yes and and I just talked to that 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 exact thing this week and and it can be corrected then because if somebody be doesn't corrected. know they're gonna keep doing it right they're gonna keep doing it because and then bitterness is going yes. to pile up in that other person's heart because 
they keep getting offended and it's never communicated. Right. So, yeah. We so gotta, we have to learn to communicate those mm -hmm. things too mm -hmm. in, a, in a good manner. Yeah. To where we're then not turning around offending the other person. That's right. Right? Yeah. So, you, you know, that's why I always try to say, um, instead of going to them accusing, mm -hmm. like, hey, you did this, and mm -hmm. it, I didn't I didn't like it, mm -hmm. you know. Instead, it, it has to be a humble approach, like, you know, I just, you may not be aware of this, but yeah. I just want to point something out that when you did this, this is how you made me feel. Right. And then it's a little bit more... Gentle. Yeah. A little more gentle. Right. All right. Well, um... I say that uh, y'all go look at that scripture, Proverbs eighteen nineteen. Right. Um, and actually, if you go nineteen twenty twenty one, I was just gonna say the same thing. Ooh, those are wow. some powerful because even twenty one. Yep. It says, "Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit." So yeah, the power of the tongue. Maybe mm. we should talk about that sometime. Yeah, too. that's a great podcast. Yeah. We'll have to put that on the list. That's a pretty black and white scripture. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Yes, you could bring it is. life to your words or death to your words. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, we uh, are are headed into a holiday. Yeah. And I am going to enjoy that extra day. That's right. You All have right. a good trip. All right. I will. All right. I'm sure I'll be texting you. Of course you will. <laughs> okay. All righty. See have you a good later. One. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated Truth Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.